Welcome to another edition of Religion and Rock. I'm Monsignor Jim Vlorn, and here he is our producer and engineer, Mr. Stephen Sheldon. Hello there, sir. Happy 2024. Hey, buddy boy. How are you? All right? I'm doing good. Excited for this new year to see what it brings. In bed by 10 o'clock, New Year's Eve. That's <laughs> In the bed story. by 8. Goodbye. <laughs> but, you know, it's it's these new beginnings. I, I said this to you all the time, but there's something mm. nice about it. And I like that idea of uh, a new beginning now. So it's kind of exciting. Like, you don't yeah. know what this year is going to bring. Good, bad, no. and different. Yeah, you know, we enter into something new, and it's an opportunity to refresh ourselves a little bit. Nothing yeah, hurt us, right? No, I heard a, a comedian the other day. I forget who it was, but they said, he goes, you know what? It's a new year. You know what's guaranteed? Things are going to happen. That's, That's all right. We'll be good. We're but I think it's an opportunity. That. I think it's a chance for us to grow. I think it's a chance mm-hmm. for like a kind of spiritual reawakening in this country and in this world. You know, there's kind of a lot of good stuff going on. So I'm entering it very hopefully. And uh, when I say hopefully, I, I mean it as an adverb because, you know, it's it's an action here. This is not just mm-hmm. being hopeful. It's about being hopeful in such a way that it takes, you know, kind of a form. So it's kind of a good thing. That's kind of be hopeful. Yeah. I've never yeah. I've never thought of being hopeful like that. And that's, that's yeah. a kind of good way hopefully to look at entering it. the new year. That's my that's thought. Fun. You know, get get busy working on happiness. <laughs> so we're talking about being excited today and that's all part of this like how do you remain excited like we make these crazy i don't even have any now but we mm-hmm. used to make these you know new year's resolutions oh, and wow, stuff yeah. and like uh, who's keeping those things not many people so <laughs> i think it's just about finding happiness and finding satisfaction finding meaning and that's something we're all working on i think that's an important part of uh of who we are to be able to find that meaning and that's what we're doing on religion and rock kind of like that beginning that search for this year to find some meaning in our lives finding that excitement we all need no matter where we go, I think it's a it's a time of year too. You know, we enter into like well, we like January, February seems to be like the skids, doesn't it? <laughs> like we kind of go down, you know. And I don't know what that's about because the weather it used to be the weather, and mm-hmm. we'd be stuck inside in the snow. Right. But thanks to global warming, we don't have to worry about so much of that anymore. So, like, there shouldn't be a reason for doldrums, right? No, and and there's a good way to put a positive spin on it. Thanks to global warming, it's not that cold anymore. But thank no, you, it- global warming. <laughs> thanks for killing the earth. You know what it is? I think it's because of all the excitement that builds up during Christmas time, during December. And then, you know, the anticipation and the parties and the cookies and everything that, you know, we've been brought up with. And then it ends and you get yeah, Christmas, yeah. I mean, New Year's Eve. And that's it. The party's over and you're just I mean, kind of like, eh. I, you know, what Michelle, don't, I buy that when you're 25. Mm-hmm. I don't buy that when you're 55 and 65. You know what I mean? I think like later yeah. on in life, I think it's a whole different ball game. And I think we could find happiness if we just kind of, you know, work at it and kind of find it. Doesn't matter the month, doesn't matter the weather. Yeah. It's all yeah. like, it's all kind of an inside job anyway, you know? And mm-hmm. I think, I don't know. I think it's something good about it. I, Christmas Day was a beautiful day here up in mm-hmm. New York, you know? And what happened was I, I took my dad, he's in a nursing home outside in a wheelchair, and we found a really sunny spot that was kind of, you know, uh, cleared from the wind. Mm-hmm. We're outside for over an hour, sitting outside, on Christmas, talking yeah. on Christmas Day. It was like being in Florida. It was wonderful. So I think, you know, you can make like your dream happen, mm-hmm. but it doesn't have to be in that perfect setting. We don't need a palace. Right. You know? No, we don't. You don't need the palace. You don't need the grand grounds. You need the little house. You need the, the family around. That's, you know, when it comes down to it, you just really need people. I don't need all this stuff that have accumulated over the years. Yeah, no, I think that's a good thing. And I think it's about simplicity. So that's mm-hmm. how we're going to start this year is to kind of simply kind of take a look at where can we find some excitement? Where can we find some love? Where can we find some meaning? It's going to be a great new year. I'm very hopeful. Like I said, I got a good feeling about how things are going to go. And I think, again, we're going to be open to everything that God's got in store for us. So to start us off today, this is Extreme. It's called Wholehearted.
know, I think in our lives, there's always that void, right? We always have that void where we're looking to kind of fill a hole, a hole in our hearts, a hole in our souls. And how do we do that? We're always searching for fulfillment. And there's something exciting about faith, because I think faith has that ability to fill the hole in the right way. Other things don't fill it completely, so we still leak a little bit. You know, we might be having a lot of things. We might have gotten a new boat or new car, and you kind of feel fulfilled, but then after a while, not so fulfilled again, right? Faith has that ability to sort of fill us in a perfect way and really makes a huge difference. I think that's part of this, is to recognize the wholeheartedness, first of all, that we have, that we need, you know, to kind of fill ourselves with something meaningful. But secondly, what fills it? That search for fulfillment. And that's how we kind of get excited. I think when we find something that really does fill that hole well, which is usually centered around love and almost always centered around faith, then we kind of fill it in such a way that we feel completely fulfilled. That's a beautiful thing. Not easy to find, but that's also part of what we're called to and part of what we're called to share with one another. Hey, here's Boston. This is called Cool the Engines.
As Boston cooled the engines, you know, sometimes it's about a controlled burn, right, in our lives. You know, we don't want to just go crazy every single day and we sort of end up being empty in the end. I think it's about, you know, certain exciting times, certain times that are more calm, certain times that are kind of peaceful. I think life needs rhythm, don't you think? And I think there's something about that that's important in our lives. A lot of the spiritual writers, the saints in our church, write about that. You know, the idea of, yeah, contemplation, meditation, but also excitement and joy, you know, to be able to share excitement and joy too there's something great about that but it can't we can't be going full throttle every day right i don't know if you can i can't they just become exhausted and it all becomes kind of meaningless i think there's something about that balance the balance of the greatness and the excitement of certain things and the peace and the calm of other things i i find that even like on uh, new year's day on new year's eve i don't like to do much you know but i do like to recollect i like to sit and offer some prayer and say yeah you know what lord it's been a great year it's been a year that's been challenging but you know what i know you're with me and i'm grateful so inspire me for the next year to me that feeds the excitement you know it feeds the excitement of everyday life that we don't need to have explosions and you know beautiful displays of fireworks every day but that we can also be excited about the everyday of our lives and recognize god in the midst of it seems to be that's the road to happiness here's acdc this is called rock the blues away
ACDC rocked the blues away. You know, I think that's kind of true. If you're kind of feeling a little down, if it's post-holiday doldrum, if you're feeling a little depressed these days, a little lost, how do we find that way out? You know, well, sometimes it's about the professional help, right, that we can get the doctors that are out there, the counselors, the priests who help us, uh, significant others in our life who can help us to dig out. But also, I think there's a certain inside job here. You know, I think in our own lives, we sort of control a lot more than we think. We have more power than we think over ourselves. And sometimes it's about recognizing what we need to do to sort of clear out the cobwebs inside and find the beauty of who we are. Unless we love ourselves well, you know, it's just never going to work well. And so it's important for us to be able to say, you know what, God created me in his likeness and image, and I'm not all bad. I make mistakes and not everything goes perfectly every time, but you know what, I'm not all bad. And to recognize that is something that's super important. They ask, you know, Jesus, what's the greatest commandment? He goes, oh, that's easy. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, your mind, your soul, your strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. So it was sort of tongue-in-cheek because that's ridiculously difficult, right? But love your neighbor as yourself. That's an amazing thing, that we need to be able to love ourselves too. So that's part of it, rocking those blues away that's going to change our lives for good in many ways. Here's Peter Gabriel, Steam.
I don't want to be Mr. Wizard, but steam is a byproduct of something else. Isn't that interesting? Like water boiling, when it vaporizes, it becomes steam, right? So there's something about that that's important in our lives. And if we're going to find excitement, sometimes that's a byproduct of something else. It's a byproduct product of gratitude. It's a byproduct of love. And it expresses itself you know, when it goes into vapor form, into excitement. And there's something about that that we're really called cool to reflect on. Think about when you go to a concert. It's not just the concert. It's not just the musician playing the music, but it's the whole atmosphere, right? It's the whole group singing together. It's the lights. It's the video screens. It's the sound. Everything It kind of goes into creating that steam that becomes exciting. In our own lives, I think that's part of the challenge, too, is to be able to see the steam, the byproduct of a life that is lived by helping other people, and that creates steam. Loving other people, that creates steam. You know, being okay with ourselves, that creates steam. And what happens is that becomes sort of a faith that helps us to recognize God in our lives. That changes so many things. It's such an important thing for us to be able to be those byproducts in our own excitement in our lives. Hey, I'm not seeing you, Jim. You're listening to Religion and Rock. We're talking about being excited today. Here's Faith No More, epic.
This one kind of reminds me that, you know, being excited is not something that just happens. This is work. It's like an epic film. You know, it takes forever to play because it's four and a half hours long. There's something about that in our own lives. The creativeness and the spirituality that leads to excitement is something that's a constant thing. It's something we have to work at all the time. We can't just let it go and say, yeah, I'll get excited again. Or I'll get I'll get juiced up for this some point. You just don't. It's about kind of relying on God, relying on those gifts, mixing them together, spending some time in prayer, and recognizing the power of being excited. I felt that on Christmas Eve, like the music at Mass was just awesome, terrific music. I felt like my homily worked, the people were excited, and just an amazing kind of gift where it all kind of, come, kind of comes together and makes an epic experience that people are going to remember. That's a challenge for ourselves in all of those big moments of our lives, to feel that epic journey, that epic journey that leads to excitement. When we go to church and really get fired up, there's something good about that. And I think that's what God's calling us to all the time in our lives, especially at these special moments. Here's Steely Dan. This is called Josie.
we've just come out of a season where we connect with a lot of other people, right? Christmas, New Year's. We see a lot of people we don't normally see all the time. And there's something great about that. That's what this song is kind of about, you know, connecting with other people when Josie gets home. You know, there's something about that that's kind of be beautiful to recognize when we see other people, it leads to excitement. We had some dinner the other night, my friend, Father John and I, and we went out with some old teachers from the time that I was in St. John the Baptist High School. What a great night. You know, it's just kind of exciting to be with them, fun to be with them. And it reminded me of really good times. It's not about living in the past, but it's sort of like living in the present with a gratitude for the past. That creates excitement too. Can you be grateful for the things that have happened in your life, good and bad, that helped us to be who we are today? Help us to be wiser, help us to be smarter, help us to laugh a little heartier. You know, those kinds of things and those kinds of people are gifts from God. And they really are things that really should excite us about what's going on in our lives right now. Here's Billy Squire, this is called Everybody Wants You.
Billy Squire, where would we be without friends, right? Friends are such an important part of our lives. We need those people in our lives. We need family in our lives. Combine that together, and that creates an excitement, if you think about it. The generational kind of thing that happens in our lives, it generates electricity, generates love, generates joy, and that becomes excitement in so many ways. So yeah, the people in our lives are part of that, and they're really somebody we're called to be grateful to God for, that God puts these people in our lives who really change us and help us. That's a really great place to start if you want to get back into prayer, to just name people in your heart to God and say, I'm grateful for this person. I'm grateful for that person. That sense of gratefulness, the prayer of gratefulness, I think helps in so many ways and helps us to understand that, yeah, we're wanted by God. God loves us very personally, but there are other people who love us too, and we're so grateful for those people because they help us to be who we are and help us to really embrace the gifts that we've been given by God. Hey, here's Ozzy Osbourne. This is called No More Tears.
The reality is, no matter how hard we try, life has tears connected to it. This is the truth of the matter. And I think there's something great about emotion, because emotion is a way that God gets mixed up in our lives. So we cry when we're particularly happy and overjoyed or overwhelmed. We sometimes cry when we're sad. There's touching things that happen to us in our lives that move us to tears. That kind of experience is such an important thing for us. And I think God calls us to recognize that, how the emotions that we've been given, tears in themselves are a holy thing, because they're where we connect with God and that gift of emotion and the gift even of sadness that God is with us in our lives. So it's not always easy, you know, the sad moments and the, and the, the moments of being overwhelmed. But the reality is that God kind of draws near in those moments and help us to understand that in the midst of those tears, he's with us. We may want no more tears. They're going to come, though. And that's part of the gift of our life in us walking through life and knowing that we're called to live it emotionally and use those gifts for good. Here's Bob Seeger, old time rock and roll.
Bob Seger, old-time rock and roll. Well, you know, something interesting about that, because we do connect with the past, and there's a certain excitement when we do that. Now, we don't live in the past, right? So we don't want to live in, like, 1975, because we want to look silly, right? But at the same time, I think there's something about connecting with the past that's really a great thing. I mean, we have things probably in our homes or around us or even in our hearts and minds that are from the past, right? We remember those things, and there's something kind of cool about that. I have, like, one or two toys that were my toys, you know, when I was a young kid. Like they're kind of nice things because they remind me of my past and the past should be something that sort of excites us a little bit. But at the same time, you know, we're living in the present. So there's kind of a, a balance that we're called to here, which is an important balance. The balance of, you know, the good times and the balance of the great memories, but also the balance of being able to live right now in the present and knowing God's with us. That balance is really where God's caught up. And you and I are called to celebrate that, not just the old time rock and roll, but the new stuff too, where God's still in our lives. Here's Lenny Kravitz, Are You Gonna Go My Way?
there's Lenny Kravitz. Are you going to go my way? You know, compromise is part of life too, right? So it's just not about going one way. Sometimes it's about going always and opening ourselves up to some things, you know? I think sometimes we have to make some decisions like ethically in our life. Like what do we really stand for? What really matters? Are we just going to be sort of like blobs and just kind of do whatever? Or do we really have certain things, a certain kind of map that we follow in our life? I think faith provides that for us. And there's something great about that saying, yeah, you know, this is about going God's way. And what would God want us to do? And I think there's something great about that. You know, years ago, there were those those things everybody was wearing on their wrist. What would Jesus do? WWJD, right? It's something good to keep in our heads, though. You know, what is the right thing? What would God want me to do in this situation? And about beginning the year that way and preparing ourselves spiritually that way, there's something really exciting about that because the direction is really determined by God's direction in our lives. So depend on God. Don't be afraid. I think there's something great about that. We're opening the door here to a brand new year, brand new opportunities to remake, in a way, ourselves. Open ourselves up to the power of God. It's only good news. There's no bad news here. And if we open ourselves up to that goodness, wow, happiness and joy can ensue in ways that we never even thought imaginable. You've been listening to Religion and Rock. It's hosted by me, Monsignor Jim Vaughn, and it's engineered and produced by the excitable boy, Stephen Chaldone. Have a wonderful week, everyone, and don't forget, say a prayer.